the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to this special series dedicated to Slow Wine held in Bologna in March 2023. During the fair, we conducted several interviews with some very exciting producers. We were able to pull out some of the more interesting elements of Italian wine within the slow wine movement. Tune in each week on Italian Wine Podcast. I have yet another guest, fantastic guest, who has been telling me some really crazy stuff, so I'll let her explain it, but... Uh, her name is Elisabetta Monte Nidoli. That's it. Yes. The okay. mountain of the small nests. And you're with the Monte Nidoli Winery. Monte Nidoli Winery. Yeah. Okay. Actually, we, we kidnapped you and brought you here because you're a benchmark producer for the book that's just come out, uh, Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. And in the book, we talk about your Vernaccia di San Gimignano and your Cannaiolo Nero. I would like you to tell me first who you are, and I want to know a little bit about your family history and the winery. The place is in the heart of the Mediterranean Sea, on top of the hill in front of San Gimignano, between Florence and Siena. Tell me about the winery. Tell me about the history of the winery. I was born in Roma from a family that had many, many vineyards around Verona. But the land is for the boys, not for the girls. So I studied in London. And then, of course, my kids were difficult kids. And so they needed to have uh, free land to Mm -hmm. stay in nature. So my grandmother's money, I went down to San Gimignano. And I bought an abandoned land for the kids, not to make wine. Okay. Then, when uh, the kids were okay, either I had to sell or I had to make wine. And you made wine. And I made wine. And it turned out great. That's why I make wine. What is the one food that you cooked that was the best, that everybody loved? It was the best food that your, your children, your sons and your daughters, they all said, Mama, you make this for me today. Tell me what it was. Extra virgin olive oil yes. from San Gimini, from Montenegro. Do you produce also olives? Of course, yes. Uh, fantastic. Uh, very good olive oil with a fresh warm polenta from Verona. Do you export outside of Italy? Of course. Yes. And how uh, is it? Uh, how many bottles do you make a year, roughly? One hundred thousand. Wow. Okay. So a lot of exporting. And how many wines do you make? Eleven different wines. Which one is your favorite? Come on, they're my children. I How know, can you ask me that? I know, but I got to ask you about uh, which one do you drink the most? There's a better question. No. <laughs> I drink I, I drink in the morning all the wines I have to put in the bottle. Oh, that's good enough. So, Vernaccia di San Gimignano. You know why you can make a white wine in San Gimignano? Because the sea is made of shells. The sea was there on the lower part of the hill. And so you have white soil, very classic for white wines. It's a Chablis. So you can have a very good white wine of Montenegro. And it is a white wine for the mother 
and the marine sediment, but a red wine for the climate. So you have a red of the white wines. It is a wine that stays for long. The older it is, the better it becomes. And that's why you can have a good white wine in the heart of red Boston. Okay. Okay? Yeah. That's really interesting. Yes, that's interesting. No, it is interesting because the reason why you were used as a benchmark producer in the book, but it's, it's a lot of students want to know a little bit deeper about, you know, the wines, the grapes, you know, and so that's something that's very That's very important, yes. It's very important. It is the red of the white wines. And our Canaiolo, that is a very special kind of Canaiolo. Canaiolo with the red stem. Actually, it is a transgender because it's neither a red nor a white. For this reason, it is a perfect rosé. I appreciate you coming to talk to us. It's such a pleasure to meet you. Okay, Thank so come so and much. see me. Come and see me at Montenegro. I will. Thank yeah. you so much. Grazie, Elisabetta. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cheat cheat.